The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, what's happening, y'all? It's a little Thursday. Snaps, youtube.com slash the volume. Uh, we're going to be doing a bit of a shorter show today, but... This is um, now the normal Thursday show is going to be the normal length over the next few weeks. But this is the beginning of a series uh, that we'll be doing over the next month plus the next five weeks. And that is where we're going to go each conference by conference. And we are going to create a snaps ranking of uh, all the coaches in said conference. And so guess what? We're going to start with the big boys, the SEC, the best conference in all of college football. We will give you the objective and unquestioned correct order that yep. you should rank these SEC coaches. For full disclosure, me and Aaron have not talked about this. We're going to live craft this list here in front of you. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Abear, here on Snaps, your favorite college football podcast, so you hope so. Um, Aaron Murray is here every day uh, with us as well, your other beautiful host. Aaron, what's up, man? How are we feeling on this Thursday? I'm excited for this SEC list. I was I was waiting for you to kind of throw a curveball and you know give us like the ACC or the Pac-12 yeah. and you know start off with with not as much of a bang. But yeah, let's go SEC coaches, top in the country. Uh, excited for this one. Uh, and and um, as always, YouTube.com/slash/volume. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the the video. Uh, please, 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 if you want to help grow the show, if you enjoy it, uh, you can tell your friends about it, your family about it. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, subscribe, rate, review, everything that we beg you to do every day. We love you. Mm. Now, let's get into it. We are going to create, again, the ranking of the SEC, the SEC's top 14 coaches. And, you know, I was thinking, okay, do we start at 14? Do we start at one? I'm going to say we start at one wow. because I think the top three are clearly – the easiest part of this entire equation. And uh, Aaron, I will let you know what I think, and you let me know if you think I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. They are as follows. Number one, Kirby Smart. 
Number two, Nick Saban. Number three, Brian Kelly. I just don't know. When we get any other names, I just don't know that anybody else cracks that tier. I'm just glad we didn't do like a 1A, 1B. I forgot what list we looked at of like mm. top college coaches, not the SEC, but just overall. There was like a Cowards. 1A, 1B of Kirby Smart and Nick Saban because, you know, everyone's scared of Nick Saban. No one wants to piss him off. Sorry, Nick, you had your time. Yeah. You're the greatest of all time. But when it comes to coaches today in 2023, Kirby Smart is the man I want leading my football team. So, yes, I'm with you, T-Bob. Kirby one. Nick two, I think Brian Kelly's a close three. I, I obviously it's just it's the national championship. That, no that's the big that's thing. It. I, it's it's a, it's the no natty. If if Brian's able to get one in the next couple of years, um, you know he's going to elevate himself. So I I still consider even without the national championship, I still consider Brian Kelly a top five coach in America. Like that's that's how yeah. good he is. Has never won a national championship. I still consider him top five in America. And I, mean, I mean, this one the one two. So I mean. Just America. Kirby would be one in America. Sim would be two. You know, Kelly would be somewhere in that four or five range. I mean, this is it's pretty amazing the top three coaches in this league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, well, and how many coaches have won national championships, right? I mean, and those other pictures. So yeah. you really only have Jimbo is still in there, Mac Brown's still in there, but nobody considers them near that level anymore. No. Um, so it's really just smart Saban and Swinney, right? Swinney? Right. Swinney? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why I said it's so weird. Smart, saving, Swinney. and Swinney. Ah, the Triple S, the S-Boys. Brian Kelly's trying to break into the club. And Jimbo. And Jimbo. Uh, well, I said Jimbo. But Jimbo and Mac, I'm yeah. saying, but nobody considers Jimbo and Mac yeah, Brown. Like, you know, their time's done. Their time's done. Yeah, time. Uh, um, sneaky good opportunity for Brian Kelly to join that crew this year. I think yeah. it's still too early in the process. I think it's almost impossible to win a natty. I think Georgia is light years ahead, but Ohio State, no quarterback. Um, Michigan, that, nah, we, Michigan know have, we know they're going to have. We know they're going to have. No, no, I know. So, no, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But I'm, tr- but that's why I said sneaky good, right? Not at yes. all something you should expect. But like yeah. Georgia replacing a quarterback and a coordinator, even though they're still going to be better than you, probably. Alabama looks like they may be down. Like. Just a, you know, not a bad, and look, and, and make no mistake, Kim Mulkey just ratcheted up the pressure on all LSU coaches winning a oh, national yeah. championship in year number two. Now everybody else all of a sudden like, well, hey, come on, where are we at? Uh, okay, so smart saving Kelly. So, so far we're in line. Here. Um, How about this? So that's tier one. We get into tier two now. Here's how I have four, five, and six. You tell me if I'm wrong. Heupel, Kiffin, and Freeze. Ooh. Heupel, Kiffin, and Freeze as four, five, and six. Ooh. Where are you at? Heupel, Kiffin, and Freeze. Now, look, four, I five, know Heupel has not earned this. I know I'm he has with not. Heupel, I'm, I'm with you at Heupel at four. Okay. So I'll, let you, I'll let you give your reasoning, but I'm with you with Heupel at four. Well, I, I, I'm kind of betting on Heupel, right? I'm betting on Heupel yep. to make me right. I don't love what he did at UCF in terms of they got worse every year. I love his trajectory through two years at Tennessee. He brought a giant back to life. And he did it purely with scheme. Like he did it earned off of him and his scheme yep. and his system. So I I I could get burned for this, but I'm going, okay, so you're in agree. Okay, so why do you like Hypola for? Uh, the same. I mean, he it was a it was an awful program what he took over. It was yep. it was toxic. It was guys were extremely dejected. I mean, they were treated uh, not the way a football player should be treated. I mean, the the, the previous regime was was horrendous. 
he he took that and turned it into a winner that fast. I believe in him. I believe in in Tennessee, honestly, with the resources they have, with the style of ball that he plays. It's 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 it, they needed someone to believe in, and now they have that, and they're going to get the players. They're going to have, like I said, the NIL opportunities. I think this is just the beginning of Tennessee. I think Tennessee is going to be a team we see more often than not in the playoffs when they do expand it to 12 teams in a year. So I'm with you. I think Hypo is a beast, and and I got him at number four too. I got Kiffin at five as well. Oh, so we're okay. on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I, you know me. I love Lane Kiffin. I love his offense. Um, you know, wish he would have taken a different job to to kind of you know put him in a, in a level where he could maybe compete for championships. But listen, he loves Ole Miss. I think they're going to have a good offense again this year. I like him at at five. My six is different. Uh, I got Shane Beamer at six. I'm at um, seven for whatever that's worth. Okay. I got him at seven. Okay. So I can, I can, I can, I'm down to switch those two. I just don't want to put Hugh in there until, I mean, he's, he's, he's been gone for a while. I want to see what he looks like first. I think he's a great coach. And I think that there are some issues at Auburn that need to get worked out. And there's a lot of pressures as well that, that go with being a, the, the head coach at Auburn. How does he handle that? Can they get winning football games? Can they get competitive in the SEC West? Um, I, I just need to see it first before I really start drinking that Kool-Aid where I know Shane Beamer uh, these past few years has been absolutely incredible. And amazing personality, great recruiter. They've been cre- recruiting extremely well. They get better throughout the season. Um, and he's just his his personality is infectious. I just love him as a human being. So that he's the type of coach you want nowadays. You want that Ted Lasso type coach. The guy that gets along with everyone yeah. that can recruit, that can motivate. He is a one in that category. So that's why I got him at six ahead of Hugh. Okay. So I like Kevin at five because I'm looking for a big bounce back here from Kevin, right? Yeah. Um, he won 10 games, uh, regular season games at Old Miss, which had never been done before. So that's always, you know, if you do something that's ever done before at your school, you're going to get big bonus points yep. in a list like this. And he was dominant at FAU. So we've seen Kevin have success on a smaller level. Uh, the only reason I had freeze above Beamer is because the potential of Auburn is so much higher than that of South Carolina, which I guess yep. is not technically what this list is. So I'm this down to put Beamer about. at six because yep. I think Beamer is, um, look, again, we talk about trajectory. He went seven and six in a year in which they literally didn't have a quarterback. And then in year number two, he goes eight and five and finishes in the top 25. He's the first South Carolina coach to win back-to-back games against top 10 teams. First FBS coach in 78 to win twice as 20-point underdogs. So you're about like, we're going to see some coaches lower on this list that are wasting talent. Shane Beamer is maximizing it. Okay, so now we have Kiffin five, Beamer six. Uh, do you put free seven? No. So let me give you my next three. Um, so this started at seven. I got Mark Stoops at seven. Once again, this isn't a you know potential. Even though like I kind of talk about Tennessee, and there is a lot of potential there, but I also think it's also part to do with Heupel being an incredible coach, and more to do with how he's rebuilt that program is why I have him at four, along with the potential being the second part of it, not the first part of it. So, yeah. I, I, so my seven is Mark Stoops. You know, hate him, love him, whatever you want, Mister. You know, get to eight wins, kind of guy. Who cares? You're at you're at Kentucky, and I think that is is extremely impressive. You know, Kentucky. I know Kentucky. You 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 have to admit what he's done there is. I mean, is, I, you know, I pretty remarkable. I I just it's, it's really good. I don't it's know, really but he gets as impressive as everybody else does. Um, do. It is. I remember when I was at Kentucky, and he was there. But I mean, what he's how he's turned it around and got it going. They were so. 
bad. Yeah, no, look, I just don't know if um if I'm there in Kentucky. I mean, sure, okay, so you mentioned what he's built there, but like I don't know, dude. When I was in college, uh, they had who, who's the quarterback? Andre Woodson. They were pretty damn good. They 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 beat uh, the 07 LGD. We were on the Natty. Like I I well, and here's the other thing: Kentucky has economic buy-in now. Like Mark oh, yeah. Stoops is paid. They pay for the program. At what point are they actually going to take the next step? Like, how has South yeah. Carolina already caught up to Kentucky? H- how has South Carolina has been worse than Kentucky? South Carolina has been maybe the worst SEC program in history in terms of their school history. How is Tennessee just? But that's why we have. That's why. Have, that's why. That's why we have those two coaches ahead of Mark Stoops. I mean, yeah, they think they're. So, but, I, but, but okay, that's a fair point. But that's but but I feel like it's just a bad look at Stoops, and then he had the team. He had Will Levis, uh, Rodriguez, everybody back who was supposed to be their year, and they just did what they do every single year. So who do you have at seven? Do you want to put Hugh at seven and then him I, at eight? I think you – tell me this. Would Hugh Freeze be able to do what Mark Stoops has done at Kentucky? I think Hugh Freeze would do better than Mark yeah, Stoops. he would. He would. Hugh Freeze brings – I don't know if he would have done better. I don't think he would have done better. I, I think I – think, Oh, you're crazy. I think Mark Stoops maxed out Kentucky. I Hugh think Freeze he got did to it at Ole Miss, of, and it is just as hard to do at Ole Miss in the common era than it is Kentucky. Did they win SC championships at Ole Miss? No, dude. They got so – remember they were going to go that year, and then there's like the crazy – they've never been to Atlanta. And they had the West one, but it was like fourth and 10 or something. And Arkansas is like pitching it all over the field. Might even be like fourth and 20. And they somehow get the conversion. Ole Miss loses, doesn't go to Atlanta. What's the same thing? I mean, they, they essentially get to the same spot at similar schools. And I would say there's there, there's always been more buy-in at Ole Miss with football than there is football at Kentucky um, because I, of the Kentucky basketball. So, again, very search similar. your heart. Search your heart. Would Hugh Freeze have had the success that, that Mark Stoops has had? I think he would, but he would not have done better. I, once again, Mark Stoops hit the ceiling of what Kentucky football is going to be. I he, disagree. There's no going past I it. disagree. Nope. They have buy-in. They got cool uniforms. They got great facilities. Uh, like, why can't they be better? They don't have they, – they do not – it is still a basketball school. It is still a basketball school, and that's how they looked at. Well, that's that – yeah, well, at. not not according to Kentucky sports media – John Calipari says they're a basketball school, and everybody gets all fucking up in arms. Like, what are we talking about here? You are the basketball. The gap is school. closed, but this is not. I mean, the resources are not put into. If you had a hundred bucks, if you had a hundred bucks, and you're you run an NIL for Kentucky, and you want to break that hundred bucks up, sixty bucks are going to the basketball team. Or if you're at Alabama, Georgia, LSU, eighty dollars is going to the football team. Yeah, that's fair. That's. That just tells you there's there's a way more buy-in at those other schools. Um, okay, here here's here's what I'll say why Freeze should be over Stoops. I think he I think Freeze does it with scheme as well, like a hypo, which is going to get you higher on this list. Mark Stoops does not have the ability to develop it. Like I don't know what Mark Stoops actually does. Like he brings, I guess, like a CEO type of solid leadership to the table, which fine. is which is there's value there. I mean, that's how Brian yes. Kelly has made his way. Um, I think Hugh Freeze five, is a five. perfect so, marriage with Auburn, meaning that's going to work out great. I think Hugh Freeze has an incredible belief itself. He has a really good running resume. And again, I just I just remain unconvinced that Hugh Freeze wouldn't have even had more. Oh, and now Hugh Freeze can recruit with money. How about that? Right, no, He already yeah. was, and yeah. now he can do it legally. So, no, I, I'm sorry, Aaron. I can't stand by Stoops being over Freeze on this list. Again, no. right, fine. So we'll put, we'll put Hugh at seven. Yep. We'll put Stoops at eight. Yep, I'm fine with that. And then I got nine, Sam Pittman. 
I got him at 10. Who did you get before it? I got Jimbo. Oh. I know. I know. I know. Say you want to talk about doing less, more with less. <laughs> I know. You want to talk about a guy who's done less <laughs> with more versus a guy who's done more with less. A team that couldn't win the SEC that that has just been – I mean, I know it wasn't the best of years last year, but still they went bowling. They won a great bowl game. They weren't winning SEC games three years ago. And yeah. now all of a sudden yeah, he's right. completely got them going. You talk about a coach that couldn't even go bowling last year with more five stars than than the ninety percent of the SEC. No, you're right. You're right. My bad. I got I got blinded by recruiting, honestly. And yeah. I was thinking, like, you know, recruiting's like a huge part of coaching. And cool. so you have to give your no, but you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm just looking wow. again. I mean, Jimbo's record in 18 um at AM first year, they go nine and four, eight and five. They had the great nine and one pandemic year, but then eight and four and five. You're right. My bad, my bad, my bad. I, I dropped the ball there. Um, Sam Pittman, you're right, is doing so much more with so much less, whereas Jimbo's the complete inverse. So I'm I'm down with I'm down with Pittman at nine. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, I'll let you give your next 10 through 12. Hmm. Well, shit. Uh okay. I think now I will put Jimbo here. And only because I I, I think there's still an outside chance AM has a sneaky good year this season. Um I think they need to win more than eight games. We had a conversation on AMP yesterday where you said that like eight games would be acceptable for AM. I think that's insanity. I think their expectations must be higher. And I will not grant him a good year if they only win eight games. Uh, but they did have that nine and one year just in 2020. They put together the great recruiting classes like like okay, like for instance, I have Clark Lee at eleven. I want to put Clark Lee over Jimbo, but but I can't I can't I can't put him there just yet. Or Napier, Drinkwitz, Arnett. I can't I can't. So yeah, Jimbo's ten. Jimbo's ten to me. Jimbo's. I'm fine with Jimbo at ten. I got Jimbo ten. I got Eli at eleven though, and then Clark Lee at twelve. Uh, I have no passion for Drinkwitz, so I'm like fine with that. I don't understand how to judge Eli Drinkwitz. I mean, they could have had such an incredible year last year. Don't absolutely shit the bed against Auburn and finish the fight against Georgia, and all of a sudden, like everybody's singing your praises. So maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe I need to give him more credit for that. Yeah, I mean, listen, what Clark Lee has done at Vanderbilt in two years is pretty good. I mean, they're one game away from going bowling. You know, they got a pretty cupcake schedule this year to start the season off. I think they're going to have a chance to get to that six win um, to be able to get to a bowl game. But I would like to see that first before I really put him ahead. So I'll, I'll put Eli, Eli. Eli needs a big year, though. There's no doubt about it. Eli's kind of, to me, getting closer to that hot seat, even with that extension yeah. last year. But I would still take Eli over Clark Lee. So um, so Jimbo at 10. Eli Drinkwitz at 11. At 11. I'm cool with that. And Clark Lee at 12. So, so I would have put Napier over Lee at 12. I was going to because Napier was so great at UL, but Vanderbilt just beat the fuck out of Florida. Yeah. And because of that, I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, And it's crazy because I still think Billy Napier is a really good coach. Again, UL is not an easy place to win. And I'm talking about Lafayette here in Louisiana. And he had them winning at a very high clip challenging for Sunbelt championships every year, you know, like 10 and one, 10 to two years. Uh, I'll, I'll look up his exact records right now, but my God. And I know it's only year one at Florida, but I just, I, I the wild part is uh, this in it. Okay. So I'm about, I was about to say the sentence just now. It's hard to fathom a worse year one at Florida, which makes that sentence even worse is they beat Utah. 
They beat the Pac-12 champion beat, and had an awful year. Yeah, they beat Utah. They beat Missouri, who have Eli ahead of them. They beat AM pretty bad. And then they beat South Carolina 38 to 6. What the what? He's a weird year for them, man. It was a weird, weird, weird season. They played LSU pretty good. You know, the Tennessee game was close. Um, the Kentucky game was close. I thought the Kentucky game, Anthony Richardson completely blew that game. They were better than yeah. Kentucky. They yeah. were better than Kentucky. Anthony yeah, because Mark Stoops sucks. That gave away. Um, so, like, that's weird. Like, they're, they're another team where just it was a very odd season based on the wins and, and who they lost to. It's like, how do you win those games and beat the shit out of South Carolina and then turn around and lose to Vanderbilt? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But like, Napier, man, like, you're you're kind of teetering here. So, I mean, just build a little consistency. We'll see. But I don't well, know. I, I and, don't and, and the problem is, Aaron, the bowl game was an embarrassment. Well, they didn't have a roster. No, no, I get no, no, I get that. I get that. But a coach, a great coach, should still be able to get some sort of buy-in, right? Like, like I hate to just use an LSU reference, but you know, whatever. I'll just do it. Uh like the 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 Kansas State against Kansas State, LSU was playing a wide receiver at quarterback two years ago, and that team played harder and put up more of a fight. Uh, than did this year's Florida. I, I just don't think that you, like, I don't care that you lose to Oregon State. It's how completely checked out the entire team looked. Like, you should be able to get some sort of hunger, some sort of buy-in out of your backups, or, or and he just failed to do that. So, but again, I, 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 I Napier, I'm so open to him rising on this list. He was seven and seven year one at UL. Then he goes 11 and three, 10 and one, 12 and one, had them ranked in the top 35 at the end of the season, two years in a row. Like Napier should end up being good, but just an awful year one. And then so we're on the same page. Zach Arnett at 14, just because we don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. Zach Arnett at 14. Best of luck. Uh, I'm interested in what this team looks like on both sides of the football, or at least the offensive side. We know what they're going to look on defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you can't move a guy that's never been a head coach anywhere higher until you kind of know what he looks like. Um, well, I don't know. you know, he's like kind of a good looking dude. He's pretty generic looking, just like like late thirties white he's guy. He's a good looking dude to he's a generic looking dude. Yeah, no, I know. I was trying to make a joke about like what he literally looked like, and then I realized I have no actual idea what Zach Arnett looks like, and so I know I had no way of like to, to, to which is why he's last in the list. I had no way of correctly um, like finishing the joke just because I didn't. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. I just look at pictures of Zach Garnett, Aaron, and very much looks like a generic late 30s white guy. Um, I don't know if I grant him the rank of good looking. Um, who's there OC again? Kevin Barbe. Why was I into him a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him? Oh, he has all of those like crazy analytical stats where he's put together like very, very successful offenses um, at Central Michigan and App State and whatnot. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what he can do with old Will Rogers. So there it is, your SEC Snaps official coaches ranking at 14. We got Zach Arnett, Billy Napier at 13, Clark Lee at 12, Eli Drinkwitz at 11, Jimbo Fisher 10, Sam Pittman 9, Mark Poops at 8, Hugh Freeze at 7, Shane Beamer 6, Lane Kiffin 5, Josh Hoipel 4, Brian Kelly 3, Nick Saban 2, and ooh, 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 Kirby Smart at number 1. Um, that's it. We love you. 
We hope that you have an excellent weekend. Okay. Remember, like, subscribe, all the things we always talk about. Um, Aaron, have a great day, my friend. And we will see you Monday on a brand new episode of Snaps. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your 5-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.